right, guys, welcome back to the Old Glory Red Report, supporter channel for the supporters, by the supporters. Today we are coming out with you with another State of the Republic live from Fort Roth. Thanks for joining us. We have quite a bit to talk about after an interesting matchup in Tacoma. We'll get to that right after this title screen right now. So thanks for joining us today. We do have some special guests. We got Jane and John going on the ends over here. Mark Anthony in the middle, and I'm Casey as always. Thanks for joining us again here at Fort Rock. Quite an interesting game up there in Tacoma, huh? Our Seattle Junior, as I'm going to call it from now on. <laughs> uh, let's just hop over with Jane. What'd you think about all those players that came down? Well, 10 players from the MLS side. It was quite a different side than I expected to see. Absolutely. Last yeah. minute additions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and for me personally, I don't really think it's the best look for the league, if I'm being completely honest. And I don't say that just because we lost the game. But it is, you know, um, Tacoma's rolling out, what was it, six or seven, basically. They had ten. Players. Ten. They had ten on the roster, right? But, that, but seven, I think it was six or seven only, that actually came Tacoma down. Only one Tacoma player started. One Tacoma. Regardless, completely different team than the team that they had featured in their first three games. Um, and, you know, that's kind of a bad look just because it's not the same team that they're going to be rolling out week to week. So if they're playing other teams, you know, it just you're, you might get lucky that day and you're playing the, the weak version of them, right? Well, I can agree with that. Like, I don't care about MLS coming down. We know we're Division Two. USL is Division Two. Let's not joke ourselves on believing we're in some top division league. That's why we have two teams in this league. They are feeder clubs. But to bring them down the day before a match doesn't give the coach any time to come ready for that. And I heard an argument on the USL show is that coaches should be prepared for this. But how do you prepare for seven players coming down? You just can't prepare for that. No, and, and I also agree that, you know, like what Mark said, it's not a good look for the league. We're trying, you know, the USL is trying to establish itself as a strong, independent second division. And by and large, I think the USL has done a fantastic job at um, you know, showing they've got what it takes to build a successful and strong league. But allowing a team to just send all its players down, it, it dilutes the team, it makes signings to the league pointless, and it, it shows like a, a lack of respect for the people who are playing, a lack of respect for the coaches, a lack of respect for the teams. I mean, if, if we're treating it that way. I would say put a limit of maybe three players, max. Yeah, to me, it's a different thing to have you know, players on loan like Republic has had in the past from different clubs, um, and then to have that many come the day of. Uh, it's a totally different feel. Yeah. yeah, I would like to see him at least have some kind of stipulation to these loans. Like, you have to say the loan 72 hours before the player's eligible to play, or he can't play in MLS and USL within a 72-hour period. Um, he has to come down for at least two weeks where he's not eligible for an MLS game if he drops down. So these, there's less of this at the last minute changing lineups. You can still use your feeder club, but you're not making other clubs inconvenienced like Republic was. Or, you know, this isn't the first time this happened. It will not be the last time this happens in the USL. Well, and, and it's not only about the Republic. It's also about the players who Tacoma signed. Tacoma signed players with the intention of playing them. They built their own team. 
And this basically sweeps out under the rug and, and shows a complete lack of, of respect for, for that whole aspect. Let's of not it. even get into how that ruins the whole rebranding over there at Tacoma. You can't rebrand and then four games later become Seattle Junior again all of a sudden. Like, it's right. just weird to me. Yeah, I think that, you know, like a stipulation, like you said, um, because the way that it is right now is that a player can literally be on the Sounders bench in the MLS, not play, and then, oh, you can play Monday for our two teams. And, and they do that, and, it, and it's fine for playing time, and I get that argument and things like that, but if there was a stipulation when you say, like, the argument was, well, other opposing teams need to be ready for it, but when you watch a team for three games on film, and that's you're not playing that team on Monday or Sunday, yeah. whatever day it is. You're playing ten new guys, well, seven, eight new guys. We also lost our advantage because Tacoma had to play on Friday, and then Monday. Yeah, if we had to play on Friday and Monday, we don't have a whole another seven, eight players we can magically make appear and come into our team. Yeah. So I think that's also a little defeating for teams that yeah. don't have that ability. And like you said, I think it's a bad look for the league for them to be able to make that change. Everyone else has to deal with these issues in the league except for these teams, and that's a little messed up in my opinion. last point I want to make on that is Tacoma is going on, a, I think, a four- or five-game road trip. So I understand why Sounders would try and get those players some playing time because of the location. They don't have to send one of their guys on a plane to El Paso or wherever Absolutely. they're playing on the road for the next couple weeks. So, yeah, some of those guys that haven't gotten the early season game time in the MLS – uh, you know, go down, like Bruin, for example, go down, get 90 minutes, get 80 minutes, whatever it is, get some actual game time, and then they'll go back on the bench probably for a few weeks on their MLS team. Final thought on this subject, Jane? Yeah, I mean, bottom line is I think we did hold our own against an MLS side, basically. So, you know, and, and they are within the rules, the current rules, but I do think there's maybe an argument to adjust the rules a little bit so that this doesn't happen again. John, final thoughts on this one? Yeah, no, and it, I think it's a game that, you know, we should have potentially won, again, like like what Jane said, against the MLS side, but, you know, I think I've already said my piece. I'm unhappy with the whole situation, how it looks, and, and how it treats the league and the teams. Yeah, 100%. Look, this happens in the USL. We've talked about it. It's happened in the past. It'll keep happening until USL changes it. And honestly, we gave an MLS, almost a, a full MLS side, a good game. Now, these guys aren't the top MLS players ever, but it was a good run out for our guys. It's a good challenge. It does level, bring the level of play up. It was a very entertaining game for us to watch. So we'll give them that. Can't gripe on it too much. Let's go ahead and move on to our starting 11. Do you think the coach makes the changes if he knows the difference, or do you think Villarreal and Alamin were coming on regardless? John, let's let you start, or uh, Mark, let's start with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I've been growing my beard. Yeah, yeah. It's not as glorious. Uh, it's, like it's like twins here. I don't know. Um, I sort of don't fit in with you guys. <laughs> you gotta give it some time. <laughs> well, when you said John at first, I thought it was misspoken. You got me all mixed up. But anyways, I digress. starting 11, I think that, you know, there's going to be a lineup rotation. We'd already played a few games. A couple players got in the lineup that hadn't seen any game time, especially a guy like Alamon. Yeah. Uh, so I think that I don't think that the changes were necessary to the opponent. I just think they were the natural. Hey, every three or four games you're going to get a start. Every three or four games you're going to get a rest, and and vice versa. And we have a couple guys, you know, like Bijev, kind of nicked up with an injury. You you don't want to rush that back. You do want him to play. But you don't want him playing a full 90. So I think we kind of figured either he would start and sub off or come on as a sub. 
So I just think it's the normal thing uh, that you go through in the beginning of a season rather than changes because somebody's underperforming or, you know, going with a different strategy or tactics. So you think it's just rotation? Absolutely. Jane, what do you think on this? I think maybe Coach chose the starting lineup based on expecting a little bit lighter Tacoma side. Yeah. We've got a match on Saturday, so maybe some guys need a little bit of rest for Saturday. Sure. But who knows? That's my guess. <laughs> we'll jump over to John. Well, and, you know, I think also, it, it, I, it, I kind of feel like he switched up his tactics pretty much every match. I think he's trying to see what the best fit for the guys is while they, you know, it's one thing to, to, to play a tactic in, in training. It's another thing to play it in a, a game that matters. I think we're just still trying to experiment and see what works best for us. Um, I mean, because I don't, you know, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't remember, you know, I, I, I know Owasa held back a little bit a lot last season, but tactics seemed a lot different back, you know, back then. We've switched it up. I know we've done like a 4-4-3 almost. Yeah. Now it seems like we've done like a four 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 one one. Yeah, we've been um, in the four two three four two three one four four one one four four two. Yeah, so he's moved it around. So you know, I also think he's just trying to find the rhythm, rhythm, find what works best within his system, um, especially with the strengths of the players. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with Jane. I think these were tactical changes made for a Tacoma side that the coach thought wasn't going to be a challenge. I think he plays a 4-4-1-1, tries that new system, Villarreal making it back into the lineup, playing just a few minutes before that, Alamon really not getting any minutes this season coming in. Those scream to me, hey, look, this isn't going to be a tough game. Let's get these guys some minutes. So I think that if he knew about this, the, the changes to Seattle Junior coming down, it wouldn't have been that lineup. Maybe I think he would have stuck with the 4-2-3-1, 4 one we saw before with Skundrich in there at the start. Um, Sam Warner in there as well, and, and et cetera. So I think this was a change that was made due to the Tacoma team, and unfortunately it just backfired on us with all the changes. You also have to remember, too, um, we were on the road, and then after that we have a home game coming up. And if you're coaching, you're, all, you're not just thinking about the next game. You're thinking about the game after that, mm -hmm. the game after that. And you're think, if, you're, if you're Simon Elliott and you're thinking, you know what, I want to give Alamon his first start. I want to see what Villarreal can do. I want to see you know, different players play. Tacoma's you, the team to do it against. Not only that, but yes. you do it on the road. Yeah, Because absolutely. home games are where you need your three points. Yeah. Hey, if we would have played a weak Tacoma team, like their normal team, and we got a point, is that disappointing? Yeah, but it's a road game. You know, you get your three points at home. If you win games on the road, great. You just want to get results on the road regardless. So if you're thinking as the coach, hey, I want to save Werner. I want to save Bija for our home match on Saturday because that's where we have the crowd behind us. That's our best chance of getting three points and going forward. Well, 100%. And we do have that capability of rotation this season. We haven't, maybe in the past couple seasons, had that much strength off the bench. But Alaman coming off the bench is great. You know, um, Warner coming off the bench like he could do is great. You know, we have a, a depth in the roster that we haven't seen over the last few years. So I'm, I'm open to the rotation. I just think maybe Villarreal and Alaman kind of backfired on this certain game. I think maybe having the regular starters in would have gave us a little edge. But like we talked about, we miss key chances in this game. So no matter who's in, if you miss those key chances, mm -hmm. you don't get the three points, you don't get the win. So For that's sure. ultimately what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Did uh, did we all like the starting lineup? Was there was there any? I missed Warner. Yeah. I think Warner creates a lot of good chances. He you know he's very aware of where he is on the pitch, and you know takes shots. Uh, 
he'd had an assist to Horace, um, I think a couple games ago, and then again, you know, a in the 4-1, a yeah. goal. He got a, he got a penalty. The, yep, big he earned a penalty. On the road. Yeah, he so I just penalty. really like him yeah. in the lineup. I think he just creates some exciting chances for the team. Yeah, I mean, look, Werner, Harris, and Awasa, I think have all, they've all been the reasons for all the goals, right? Because anybody, I mean, other players have contributed, of course, but yeah. I feel like it's those are, I, I, I agree. Those are, those are pretty much the, the oh, top three guys four. right now. Tanger's had a couple dinks over the top. Yeah, well, Tanger had the assist. Yeah, the Tanger day. had a good assist. Um, sure. Other players have contributed, but those have been the They're three. the main. They're the main three. Yes. So, you know, um, we were missing Warner, for sure. I think he's been our wide presence this season. And he's had to keep opposing defenders honest. And it's not when he's in the game, you can't just, you, they can't just tighten in on Awasa and, you know, not really put too much effort or attention to the wings. Yeah, I think we're also missing Bijev a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know we were playing against MLS quality players, but Bijev is really good at moving the ball. He's really good at, you know, getting it to where it needs to go. He's also really good on the solo runs. And, you know, once he got subbed in against the game, that's when our more of our chances were created. You know, that's when we saw, obviously, the handball in the box. But you had more shots on target. You had more opportunities. And, you know, yes, other guys contributed to that. But you saw that start picking up once he got subbed in. You saw, I mean, the, there was a, a noticeable increase in quality of play. Yeah, I, I think when he comes on, he changes the game. Him, Iwasa, those are guys that are definitely like the leaders going forward in our team. And when either one of those guys are off the field, even Sam Warner now, like you talked about, has became one of those guys that really pushes us forward. So when those guys are not on the field, it's definitely missed. I, I, I feel that. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to some of the key plays of this game. Uh, it was a very entertaining game, like I said. Maybe it didn't go the way we wanted it to, but goals, action, cards, all day. So the first thing I really want to talk about more than anything was that Leva challenge against Sari. Yes. I think that's a red card all day. Am I wrong? Does anyone disagree? Where, where are we at on this? to the groin, that's a red. It, it studs up all day right to the midsection. I mean, it's, it's got to be a red card. He's got it gone. And he had a bad yeah. challenge before that, too. And that yeah. makes the game a totally different game. Yeah. It's well, a tough call. Um, it, it's one of those that if the referee doesn't see it, right the first yeah, time yeah, 100%. It's, it's, he's not going to give a red card well, and that's probably what happens here yeah it's just one of those challenges like there are some challenges where the referee doesn't matter his angle it's a red like you can see when somebody comes high or like you know you can be well, this is pretty high, well, well, that's that's high like, your foot doesn't get up to somebody's groin by a normal challenge <laughs> what i'm yeah. simply saying what i'm simply saying and what i'm getting to is hey if it was mos and we had var 100%. i think he sent off no doubt about it but this is USL. We've had these challenges go in our favor. We've had them go out of our favor. So I wouldn't say it's the most egregious red card, but I could definitely see the argument for it. Yeah, and I mean, he gets away with the yellow card probably. And like you said, it probably changes the game if he Absolutely. goes off, but that's still, that's still no excuse that for anything. I, 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 that was early on. I think that, was, that was like the 15, 20. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was first half. Yeah, about it was first half. half yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, it was early. I mean, yeah, if you're talking about going 70 minutes a man down, that definitely changes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So the next big moment for us was Bonomo's goal that was considered offside. Now, I've looked back at it. It's probably offsides. 
Yeah, um, I agree. It, it looks outside. Outside in real time. We don't have a great camera view from USL's perspective there, but the it definitely looks offsides to me. So we're not going to probably complain too much on that one. Um, the next big event was Wingo's goal there on the 50th minute. It was pretty much a walk into the net. Bruin set that one up, uh, an MLS connection, if you would, there to be on the first goal. Any thoughts on that one? Uh, Wingo had been looking dangerous for them in the first half. I felt like he was the one player on their team that noticeably stood out in terms of giving our back line something to think about. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a surprise that he was on the score sheet yeah. in the second half. This was the give and go, right? I think yeah. We, he yeah. he just had too much room. Ringo defenders, gave it to Bruin, back to Ringo. Yeah, our defenders just kind of gave him a bit too much room, and there he went. Too much space, and they know what to do with it. Well, now, is yeah. that, that Villarreal element on that, um, playing on that left side, I believe it was, in our, our defense that kept getting going through both goals actually went through that side. So. Yeah. It, it, you know, I, I, I honestly hate to say it. I mean... Up to that point, they'd been they'd been the more dangerous team. Yeah. They had, they had had the more chances, and and I I'm grateful that we lasted that long. But I mean, you know, I think obviously they've got a lot of quality, MLS level quality, and, and I, I I'd say that's probably you know a goal that was deserved. Yeah, definitely. They uh, worked that goal very well. Yeah, but and and I hate to say that, but I I think it's true. See, I felt in the first half that Zach had better chances. We did. I think we did too. I think in the first half, we had the better overall chances. We had some snatch and grab kind of stuff where maybe we should have took a little more time on the ball, did a little bit better to put it on frame than we did. Well. The disallowed mm -hmm. goal, yeah, so. I think the first half did favor us. Um, the 78th minute goal though, that one was a little hard to take. Uh, Bruin puts it in from a, I'm gonna say a very, non-dangerous angle this should have been covered um he's pretty much far out right it gets past cohen on fingertips i i cohen should have saved this one that was a rare josh cohen oops i think you know he, he barely missed it but it's time to get rid of him yeah. oh. <laughs> the man is a human apparently after all and now elliot too because elliot you know signed him Last chance, Josh. I mean, Cohen. come on, guys. Like, how many points did he save last no. year? It would. I. He would probably be the first one to tell you that he should have been able to get get in front of that ball. Sure. He's gonna be um, down on himself on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. But it happens. And you know what? Unfortunately for goalies, when they make a mistake, everyone remembers it. Absolutely. If you're a forward and you trip over the ball or you get picked by the defender, but you're over on the other side of the field, no one remembers it. No one. Right? Next week, well, unless you want Callum, Callum Hudson Adoy, his miss will not be remembered next week. <laughs> even though he fell face first on the crowd. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, so the second goal maybe not earned as much, but they definitely were the better team going into the second half. They had the more chances. They had a little bit more clean-cut play. The passing was a little bit better, so they earned it. Um, I'm not going to complain too much. They got the second goal. Uh, 88th minute, we do get one back on a penalty. It is a handball from, I believe, Bijev kicks it, and it gets the handball off mm -hmm. of somebody. Iwasa steps up, does bring us one back. We probably should have already had a couple before this, but at least we get one back. I was a cool on penalty spots. Oh my Are we feeling gosh. a little calmer with penalties this season than last season? What is he, three for three? Yeah, he's three yeah. for three. And he just, he just looking so at it, he just seems so like you know what, nonchalant. Guys, I think we need to just stop talking about that right now. I know. Knock on all the wood. Uh, <laughs> let's just say um, 
He scored yes, a goal. And do more of that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Indomitable. That's well, my yes. name for him. And, and our loss has got that swagger to him right now. Last season he had it. He started this season with that same swagger. He's leading the team in goals. He's leading the team in pretty much he, every he's, aspect he's of the game. He's tied it for first right now in the, yeah, the Golden Boot race uh -huh. with yeah, five, five goals. Five, five yeah. goals. Mm -hmm. Five goals through four games. Not bad. So. Maybe, maybe bump it up just slightly. Yeah. <laughs> more hat tricks. Cameron. Hey, more hat tricks. So, Saturday's a chance for a hat tricks. So. Yeah, so we got a little uh, consolation prize there with the goal back. Like I said, we probably should have had a couple more before that. We should have at least been level. Um, as you guys pointed out earlier, with Skundrich that pretty much wandered that one right mm. in front of the goal. That's unfortunate. That definitely would have been the equalizer to gain us one point. It happens to everybody, though, I guess. The little things, man. Look. Right. Cohen probably should have saved it. Skundrich probably should have scored. We could have easily won this game. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Even against a mostly MLS side. Yeah. All yeah. the one. I'm a little down on Skundrich right now. Last match against OKC, an error led to their goal. This match, he had a couple good chances. One where the sitter that he missed, and then the other where he missed a header that should have been in as well. So I think he needs to tighten it up a little bit. I will say, though, he's putting himself in great positions to score, and that will lead to goals. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's one of those statistics, man. It's regression. Like, he's going to be in these spots, and they're going to go in eventually. We'll probably see him go on a run where he scores a goal in two or three games consecutively because he, he makes great runs, and he gets free. It's only a matter and of time. And he's fast. Yeah, he's up and down the field. When you watch him play, Yes, he will at times maybe make some mistakes. Remember, he's a very young player. Mm -hmm. uh, but still, he is. He seems to find himself free from defenders because his endurance. I mean, first half, second half, he's a super, super sub. As you saw in that game, he comes in, and it was like, where, where was his defender? I mean, yes, let's, we're focused on him missing, but where was anyone? I mean... You know, he puts himself in great positions. I think that will only lead to good things as he builds his confidence and gets more playing time. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was all the real big moments. We did have a few other chances. Seattle had a few other chances, but those are the moments that really made the game. Unfortunately, it was a 2-0 or 2-1 loss for us. Uh, three points dropped on the road. Not the best performance. So let's get everyone's final thoughts from the takeaway from Sunday's. Monday. <laughs> Just keep it. Just keep it. Don't cut this one. <laughs> Monday's match versus Tacoma or Seattle Junior. We'll start with John. We'll work our way down the board. <laughs> God. I, I, uh, I was texting the guys all throughout the match. I was thoroughly unimpressed. Negative Nancy over here. Uh, I know. I was, I was grumping the entire match. I, I just didn't think we were good enough. We were giving away too many easy passes, turning the ball away too easy, not controlling the ball well at all. And I was just very underwhelmed by the performance. And I, I think that we need to be much better. I'll attribute it to us still growing as a squad, still getting used to various tactics, a lot of experimentation going on. But I, I was not happy, not at all. I, that's a game I think even with the 52,000 MLS players in the squad, <laughs> we should have won. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I think it's a game that we technically should have at least got a draw out of, at least got a point on the road. A point on the road would have been decent at this point in the season. 
uh, disappointed not to at least get that, but facing a MLS side, the Seattle Juniors there, I think the team played fairly well. I don't have too many complaints. I would have rather not seen Villarreal in, not a big fan of his myself. Uh, I complained to these guys about that during the game, but he also had a, a really decent game. He had some probably the most completed passes. He also had a few chances, so maybe my criticism is a little bit harsh. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll be the voice of reason here. Um, <laughs> you you have to take it with who we played. We didn't play the Tacoma team that everybody else had played so far. We played a team that ultimately, like, honestly, they probably had a little bit more talent than we had. Yeah. At least, at least in individual spots. talent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, team talent, maybe and, not. And it, was a, and it was a road game, which you know, yeah, it's not a tough place to play, but you're not at home either. So you got to take it for what it is. We weren't going to go undefeated this year. We were going to lose at some point. We're, what, 2-1-1 uh, one one through our first four. So, hey, you know, it's, it sucks to lose. You never like to, but you got to think about it in increments. I look at it from, like, a coaching perspective. Hey, we got seven points for four games. I'll take that every single time. And now we have a home game coming up. So, you know, disappointing to lose, but not the end of the world. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we held our own against an MLS side, pretty much. Um, I think that, you know, I counted like eight chances that we missed. We, yeah. we had a couple good on-target shots that were saved, but other than those, we had eight missed chances. So if we tighten that up, I think particularly like Aleman, I saw shades of last season where we just weren't quite on target. Uh, I think if we can clean that up, we still have great chances. I feel like this was kind of a one-off. Uh, because of who we were playing and also because of the lineup that we saw. Yeah. Do you remember Alamont's awesome goal against Reno last year? The curler in the result? Yeah. 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 I do. I do remember. Still have. He's got it in him. Yeah. Maybe he just but needs a little bit more. Maybe just need to be back, hard, back, hard, back yeah. in gear. Well, yeah, both him and Villarreal are coming off in injuries. Right. As well it's as Bijou. Right. Like, it's, it's easier when you've played minutes and you're getting regular time to come in and be at your peak right away. For the first... 20, 30 minutes when you're a player and you haven't played very many minutes, you're kind of searching, you know, yeah. trying to figure it out. But. All right, well, let's talk about individual players because the last thing I want to talk about on this match, and then we'll move on, is the man of the match for everybody. I personally picked Iwasa. He, he's our leader from the front. I think he creates chances. He's done well. I think he was a star in this game. He stood out again on top of most of the players. There was other few other good players, but for me, he was the man. Um, we'll start with John or uh, Mark this time. John again. <laughs> Mark. We'll start with Mark. We're twins. Uh, I, think, I actually Joe. thought Villarreal had a pretty good game. Yeah. For a man of the match, yeah. But you know what? To be honest with you, I don't think really any one particular player stood out um, head and shoulders from you. You know, the other games so far, it's been easier. You can narrow it down to two or three and be like, all right, well, he obviously had a good game. He obviously had a good game. But I don't think really anybody played particularly bad. I just think that, hey, it was a tough game. And, uh, I think Vieira, I thought. I thought he got taken way too many times down that fucking side. But, he, you know, he had whatever. A, I, liked, I liked his ability to win some interceptions. Going in forward, it's good. So um, just his transitional play I thought was pretty good for, honestly, playing guys that are probably a little bit better than him. So Villarreal. Okay, uh, I gave Awasa man of the match, Mr. PK, but uh, honorable mentions to Ray Sari and Mitch Tainter, because I think Sari in the middle is very solid. He's a fighter. He doesn't give anything up. Um, and Tainter, I think, also was right on it this match. He's been good. Yeah. 
John? So I've, I've, I've got a few things to say on this. So, you know, we're going to have to do this as a three-episode uh, State of the Republic. Settle in, get some popcorn. It's, gonna, it's going to be a topic. <laughs> we're going to start doing my own standalone here pretty soon. Um, but no, I, so if we're going to choose a man of the match, I'm going to choose Bijev because once he came in, um, we completely turned the game around. We saw, you know, it moved a lot better. The passing was a lot better. Stuff like that. Things I'd like to see a lot differently, though. I did not like Horde up top. I don't think he's as good being forward. I like it when he's in the back defending. He can distribute the ball well with an occasional run up top and a great crossing. Um, obviously, uh, the missed chances. Um, so, and, and I'm, I'm going to single out the players who were underwhelming for me. Um, but, you went the uh, opposite way. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Reverse uh, man of the match. Part two or part three. <laughs> uh, Skundridge. I think he needs to do better. Bonomo needs to do a lot better. Um, and uh, there's one other who I'm not remembering off the top of my head right now. But by and large, I think players needed to improve their game rather than player of the match. Um, yeah. And that's, again, that's just That kind of goes with Mark. That, you know, with, you know, I know Mark has a lot of, a lot of positive. It just shows I have a higher expectation for the team than Mark does. Uh, I care a lot more <laughs> I than... I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agreed on uh, Bonomo as needs most improvement. I think that he's, he's not up to his potential yet. I expect a lot more from him than what we're seeing. But the one thing he has been doing well is drawing fouls. Yeah. Um, he seems to be the foul drawer of the team. Well, that's being a physical player up top. Yeah. That's, that's getting the ball and holding it up and making the guys make challenges on you. Yeah. So. I actually, one thing about what you said, I actually really like Ford playing that right mid position just because he provides a lot of width and better, he provides a lot of pressure. He yeah. presses as well as anybody on the team, and we're at our best when we press teams really high. Yes, he's not a traditional winger. He's not going to give you what uh, Bijan will on a 1v1 or something like that. But he can create turnovers. He's a stud defender. And he can whip in crosses for a guy like Awasa and Bonomo to get on the end of. So. And, and you all know how much I like I like Hort. Yeah. I like he's he's one. We know how much. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Hort's Hort. Um, but yeah, I, I mean I I can see what you're saying, and I think he does it better from further down. And I think what he provides when he distributes it out is a lot more valuable. And I think especially with how we're playing, getting it to Cam. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Mark. I think I like Hort up there. I like his ability to put the crosses in. Not to contradict you there, but yeah. I, I think he plays well in that position. Um, but yeah, you, you, well, you also see it too. You picked Villarreal as man of the match, and I would say going backwards, he yeah, wasn't yeah. good enough. And you know, so we all have our opinions of players, and you know, they're all Republic players in the end. So I want them all to do well. I don't want to see any of them not playing well, and I want to support sure. them all. So we as fans should all support them and not be as critical as we normally are. This was an MLS team we played, or at least a junior MLS team. The guys did well, so let's just give them the credit for that. Move on to Austin. One, 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 one piece of credit I do want to give. I gave, I gave Taintor a lot of flack last year, and I think he's looking really good this yes, year. Yes, he is. So. He stepped up. Yeah. Very well. I wanted to add, we did man the match, but I have two fans of the match that I wanted to add. Okay, yeah. Okay, number one fan of the match is right at the very top. Let's go Republic, whoever that was. They were very loud and clear on the stream. And then the Tacoma fan of the match oh, was hilarious God. to I me. Get a foot on it! 
is up there so we do have at least some supporters up there so they show up and, and you could hear them on the stream that's always awesome um espn does suck let's <laughs> face like it i like espn plus a lot yeah. but they call this new mexico united at the end of the game and the title oh card, yes that's right it was tacoma defiance to new that, mexico that's, that's united happened united. so many that's times on the USL, this season though. that's on the yeah, USL. That is USL. that's, that's okay. not that's uh, on espn i believe that's actually tacoma's yeah, it's yeah, that's probably to call the, the home team in USO has the uh, call. Uh, I'll give you credit for that. Yeah, right. at yeah, least we get to, you suck. the ESPN Plus. At that's least we get to see the games. It's not yeah. super expensive. And, and I get, get to watch Norway. We get championship. We get. I watch the um, the Dutch league. I can't there, pronounce it. Andrew Weiss. There you go. That one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, it's a cool service. Um, let's go ahead and move on. Let's just talk about the season as a whole. I personally think this has been a pretty good start, uh, minus this Tacoma game. I think we've had a pretty good start to a season. We've seen Tainter step up. We've seen Skundrich come in. We've seen Sari come into the lineup. We've seen Warner come in. These are all new guys that have made positive impacts. Not Tainter, but the other guys are new guys that have made positive impacts to this team. What do you guys think of the season so far? We'll go with Jane on this one. Um, I'm pretty bullish on it so far. I think that we've got a lot of opportunities to do a lot more scoring from many different places than we did last season. Um, I think that the areas we can improve are better communication, especially on the attack, uh, people knowing where the other guys are going to be. Um, but I'm excited about our chances, and I'm seeing more creativity, more interesting kind of goals than we have in the past, where it's in the past been a little over the top and over the top again and over the top again. And, uh, so, yeah, I think we have good chances. I'm, I'm, I'm bullish as well. You know, obviously, I have I have my my disappointments, but you know, positive people. Um, I'm I'm not the coach, and I I know that the coach is a lot more talented than I will ever be. Yeah. And you know, I think he's going to see more than than I have, and uh, I have a lot of faith in Elliot. I think he's done a really great job, especially last year. And I think now that he has his team, and he's, he, I think he's still figuring it out exactly to a T. Yeah. But. I, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very bullish. I think we won't, we won't lose our first round of the playoffs this year, like we do every other year. Knocking again. Um, <laughs> gotta, gotta leave these comments. But, I, but I'm, but I'm bullish. Scary stuff. I'm bullish. Well, I, I mean, I, it's fair enough. Um, we're a team that expects a lot, so I can see where you guys are coming from on that. Like, we expect a high caliber from Sacramento at this point. When you win the championship your first season, you're like, okay, we need we're to start. We're spoiled. So yeah, Mark, what do you think? Uh, a couple things. So first, I'll start off with the team. I think overall the depth looks like we're a lot deeper than we were last year. Actually, a couple of years now. Um, you know, a guy like Alamon, we were relying on him to actually like be a big part of the team last year. And now when you look at him this year, it's like, well, if he can give us a boost, that's great. But if he kind of falls, you know, aside, gets pushed aside, and kind of the new players and stuff like that, you're like, hey, uh, we have other guys that we brought in. So. Um, I, I like how the team has been set up. We've seen them 
you know, if you want to call it a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-4-2, regardless, the team has been playing higher at the field and creating more turnovers than the opponent has. Absolutely. And I like that style of soccer. Yes, we like to possess the ball, but I like that we go into games not worried about what the possession numbers are. It's about where you have the ball, not how much of the ball you have. And what you do with it. Exactly. So, and with guys like Owasa, with BJ, we have a team that can counterattack very quickly and, and yeah. very well. So, from that aspect, I like what I've seen so far. From another aspect, the other teams predicted to do well in the West have been terrible. Seriously. OC, True. Phoenix. Phoenix. I, are, are both winless? I think both are actually winless at this point in the season. They're both near the bottom of the season. Phoenix has three draws, uh, to my knowledge. They might have gotten a win this last weekend, but... Regardless, those were the two. It was don't Phoenix, be again, Phoenix, OC, and us were kind of the odds-on favorites to win the West. I think they and were in everyone's top five. Yes, yeah, yeah. and we're well above them so far. Um, and I don't really, the, the teams above us, I don't know if they're for real. So I'm really excited. Tulsa! <laughs> Tulsa's on top right now, and they play like three of the worst teams. So I'm, I feel very confident in the West, where we are in the conference at this moment in time. Last year, we were chasing the whole season. Yeah. We were chasing OC, we were chasing Phoenix, we were chasing Monarchs, and we ended up getting, what, to third, third or fourth? But no, we were still, second, weren't we? At the end, we were uh, second. I don't yeah. think we finished second. We finished third or fourth. We I, finished third. Second. Jane's with me. We're second. Second. We've got two for second, I'm so almost, we're going with second. I'm almost positive <laughs> we finished behind uh, OC. Let me check. But regardless, we can regardless, bet later. Regardless, you can fact check us in the comments below. Put what you. The point was, <laughs> we were chasing, and now we're, we're right there. I mean, you know, you put a couple wins together, we're going to be in first place. I mean, that's just the fact. Yeah, 100. Words. Um, I I kind of have a take. It's a kind of a split between everybody. I'm kind of on the bullish end. I don't think we're doing as well as we could have. We're still not moving that great forward. We're still lacking in opportunities taken. You know, when you create six or seven chances a game, you should at least have three goals a game. So when you don't come out with that, that's kind of a... Uh, we have not, no. But uh, the one big thing that I want to point out, and Mark kind of touched on this, our mentality this year is so much stronger. Yes. We're coming out from minute zero, from the whistle, playing with full anticipation of a good game. Compared to last season, we weren't getting in the game until 30 minutes in, a goal down already. And then we left ourselves a second half to try to catch up and come back to get points. I don't think we're doing that to ourselves this season. And for me, that's a big shift, is that mentality to let's press, let's play forward, let's be on the attack. If we don't have the ball, let's still control it by playing that high press. And to me, that mentality is everything this season moving forward. So Yeah, I think there's good. an element of grit that I'm seeing this season that wasn't there last sorry season. And all. Yeah, I think Sorry's got it. it. I think Warner, um, Tainter, I'm seeing that from him. And Cam, Awasa. Yeah. Kynan, I mean, yeah, that, I think grit is a great word to describe mm -hmm. the difference from last year. The new players that came in, I think, have brought some, some strength in that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I think going forward, we're going to have a good season if we can just keep that mentality going, keep the tactics going. Like you said, the coach is kind of changing up, but we have that rotation. You're so still upset about Medea. I'm a bit upset. Um, <laughs> so, He's like talking to something. We're still going to have a good season. <laughs> I'm still upset about Monday. So, 
So going ahead forward on Saturday, if I can get oh, my, yes. my days Saturday. right in front of me, because I have energy up. Home game Saturday, another tailgate. Yeah. Uh, FRFC. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't rain. Club for probably 50-50 at this moment in time. Oh. We, we got canopies. We're it's good. Fine. We're making it happen. It won't be like the first game where it was cold. Oh, game. yes. That was so, yeah, I don't even remember that. So we are wrapping towards the end of this video, but let's just give a quick thought on what's going to happen in Austin, and if, if we thought about it, maybe a quick score prediction from everybody. Um, we'll start on Jane again. Right. She's our guest. We'll, we'll have her go first. Ladies first. My quick thought on Austin is Diego Restrepo. Yeah? He's always tough. So San Antonio. He's overrated. He was with San Antonio. I think he's awfully good. Overrated. I think he could give us some trouble, so we need to be ready for it. And Austin Bold is my favorite kit in USL Championship. So that's my thoughts. Even though they're a font. Even, yeah, it's the just kid. like Las Vegas. The turquoise. I'm all about the turquoise. I do like their colors, even though their sign looks like a bar sign, you know. Like, <laughs> it looks like a neon, like, hey, stop in. We got you know, $2 or $2. Well, Who is only on tap? <laughs> I don't have a prediction. No, you got to no. throw out one. No, oh, hell. 2-1. Uh, 2-1. One. Two one. Right. Us, Mark. Republic, of course. To the good guys. To the good guys. Uh, yeah, so... I think we'll win. You know, Austin, it's hard to see what kind of team they are because they are new. Uh, and they're 1-1-1, one, 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 aren't they? They are. They do they have some good one, players. One, one. They actually have some pretty good home support, which I was, that was pretty cool to see yeah. in, their, um, in their home opener. But um, I think we do come out with a win. I think we see, I was going to say 2-1. But you know what? Since we saw four last game, Ooh. I'm going to say 3-1. Three one. All right. All right. Keeping it saucy. Very Strong. bold prediction. Well, I, I gotta say, I think Mark checked my notes beforehand. Uh, so I was gonna say three one. He was reading over your shoulder. But since Mark said three one, I'm now gonna say three zero. Oh, okay. uh, getting even bolder. Cohen's gonna want to make up for Monday. So, so it no, could no, be three zero. Because Cohen's gonna prove he's a better goalkeeper than Restrepo. Okay. And that Restrepo is. is overrated. Right. Hot take. Hot take. Right. I like that. I like that Who thinking. You guys, apparently. <laughs> uh, he's a good player. Yeah. No, no, Diego Shepard, he's a good player. I don't think he's as good as everyone makes him out to be. And maybe that's because I'm a huge cynic, You're as you can tell. I much time on Reddit, dude. <laughs> I, I spent maybe like 10 minutes a day on Reddit. And I do it for the memes. Um, but no, I, I think we're going to win that game. I think we will get at least three goals. Um, I think we'll come back with full-strength squad. Um, and I think that... Let's say Cameron Awasa, Bijev, and Bonomo all get a goal. Wow. Okay. Oh, I hope Bonomo. Remember goes. last year when I made my ball. predictions? Do you guys remember last year when I made my predictions? I was right. That would be good. So I'd like to see. Okay, John. Let's and remember see. what I told you earlier today about Chelsea? What did I say about Chelsea? You said that they were the greatest soccer team. <laughs> I said they were going to win by three goals. And right. Chelsea all won right. by three all goals. Right. All right, let's pull this back together. Um, <laughs> I think Austin has been decent at the start. They are 1-1-1. One, one, and one. They've had a, a little rough turbulence, but they have put the ball in the back of the net. They are a pretty decent team, as we've seen so far. They will end up in the mid-table if they continue this trend. So I'm going to go with the 2-1. I think we still get the win. We have the firepower, especially if we start connecting a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to go with 2-1 now. <laughs> Way to call them out. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for pointing out my notes. Um, 
I'm gonna go 2-1 just because I think Austin might actually get a goal on the breakaway on us. Um, that is our biggest weakness, is getting caught on that high press. We did get caught against Seattle, we haven't got caught against OKC, it has happened. So maybe that is a 2-1 mark, thank you. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a good game either way. At home, it'll be fun for us, it might rain, but we'll be there anyway supporting. Uh, I know you're gonna have some family out. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my five-year-old. We'll Wish be out there right. tailgating still in we'll the rain. we convert, so. Evan. I'm a little disappointed that nobody, when we talked about the Tacoma game, that nobody mentioned that it was April Fool's. Like, haha, we're putting a new team out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I didn't mean that. I was, I was hoping that was the case, but <laughs> I, I still don't. Tacoma, surprise. I don't <laughs> think that the, the I don't think that the points count because we played an MLS squad. Right. Speaking the of USL April Fools, we have to give credit to KP Kelsey Price for the best Republic April Fools joke ever. The quails. The quails. I still her quails come. Come on, you quails! I and still I'm, no, and we're, yeah. we're we're the quails. We've adopted that. That's right. not April it, Fool's joke. Thing, that is fact. And I have it's to say, I'm disappointed we didn't have any April Fool's. Yeah. Come on, Republic. Come on. This year, our, our logo even has a quail in it now. So yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to wrap this up. Let's go ahead and get our final thoughts. This is going to be your last take on whatever you have to say for this video. So we'll start with John. John. <laughs> John on my right this Here, time. I'll, I'll, I'll pretend to be Mark. Because um, I'll pretend to be Mark because I'm talking about tactics. Um, I think we would be really strong if we played a 4 4 3. Or excuse me, a 4 3 3. I was going to say, we'd be really strong with an extra player on the <laughs> <laughs> A 4 3 3. Um, with Awasa, Bonomo, and Blackwood all up top. Blackwood and uh, Bonomo higher, Awasa a little bit lower, and then I haven't figured out the, the other four fours yet. I'd really like to see us do that, but you know. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. That's not what I would have said at all. You know what? Who plays football manager, Mark? Jane, I do. Jane, your final take. Okay, my one final take, the only thing I haven't gotten to say is my man Shannon Gomez took a shot on goal. So Yeah, Woo! Gomez! Yes. All right, That's Mark. It. All right, Mark. Give us, give us your hot take for the evening. My hot take? I really don't have one. Uh, no? I'll, I'll just reiterate kind of what I said before. It's been a great start to the season. But you know what? Uh, we got to win our home games. And a team like Austin, you got to get three points. So I will be disappointed if we don't come out with three points, even if we get a draw. Um, this is a team that, again, they're a new team. So, yeah, we have new players on our team. But they are completely new to them. So we should get three points. I'm excited to tailgate. I hope everybody joins us because it's always fun. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we'll For make sure. sure John has less fun than he did the first time. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Oh, I didn't hear about, about this. Yeah. <laughs> so my hot take is John will have less fun. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, for me, you know, we're in the USL. Stuff like that happened with Tacoma is going to happen. Those are just what happens in the USL. Unfortunately, you get these kind of loans. You get these bad fields. You get baseball fields and soccer pitches. It's USL. It happens. So my final take is, look, we're in the USL. If we become MLS, great. We can expect a little bit more. But for now, it's USL. We'll take what comes. Um, I appreciate everyone watching this video. Thanks to Jane for coming out, our Thank special you, guest. John's you back out. Me. Mark's back out. We appreciate them. I'm Casey, as always. You can check out the Old Glory Red Report over on the Facebook at Old Glory Red Report, Instagram and Twitter at Old Glory Red, YouTube, Old Glory Red Report as well. Just Google Old Glory Red Report. It'll come up, I promise. 
We are part of the Beautiful Game Network, so these are podcasts now over at the Beautiful Game Network. It's a great network of podcasts, including like Reno, Fresno, St. Louis. So there's a lot of podcasts to listen to there. The USL show, they took a take on today's Tacoma situation. Mm. So listen to all those. We do appreciate your guys' viewership. And until next time, thanks for watching.